the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska, and I want to welcome you to today's episode 58 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the need for parents educate themselves by reading good books. Parents, I know we don't have a lot of time on our hands, but we must equip ourselves with the knowledge of not only what is going on in the public schools, but also educate ourselves to know how to respond. There's a lot of research that has to go into this, but some people have done that research for us, and they have written some really good books and some really good talking points uh, that can educate us very quickly uh, on how we can respond, especially to uh, people's questions uh, because we might start sounding like the crazy people uh, at the next party that we go to. Uh, and so you want to sound very intelligent uh, when you bring up these topics. So today is episode 58 of our podcast, but uh, we back in episode 51, if you go back to episode 51, you will see that we presented two books. The first one was titled When Harry Became Sally by Ryan T. Anderson. And the second book was Irreversible Damage by Abigail Schreier. We've highly recommended these books to you, parents, because these two books completely decimate the transgender narrative. Ryan T. Anderson looks at it very intelligently from a, um, you know, a philosophical standpoint, from a policy and legal standpoint, from a scientific standpoint. He, he dives in from every angle and helps you to understand uh, how the narrative does not hold up. Abigail Schreier takes a slightly different approach, and she looks at the narrative and how it's trying to um, pl- be played out, but then how parents who had formerly agreed with this narrative are now experiencing it in their children's lives, and they're saying, something's wrong here. My daughter was completely fine until this or until that. And the this and that is actually something that's very common uh, amongst all of these girls, especially girls who are now um, going through puberty, they're in their early teens or late teens, um, as opposed to what the trans, the the gender dysphoric phenomenon in the past had always been prepubescent boys. So Abigail Schreier does a very good job at at, at attacking the narrative just from a slightly different angle. 
So in today's episode, we want to bring you two other books. And these books um, are, number one, Standing Up to Goliath by Rebecca Friedrichs. And the second book is called Get Out Now. And that is by Mary Rice Hassan and Teresa Farnan. And these two books are really, really powerful because they have kind of two themes here. Theme number one is they encourage teachers to quit paying dues to the teachers union. And Rebecca Friedrichs um, has a great story behind that. And so in her book, Standing Up to Goliath, she'll intertwine her personal story and journey uh, as a teacher and um, working for the teachers' unions and then against them, uh, as she will mention. Uh, but then it's also uh, the second major theme is to encourage parents to pull children out of the public schools. And so let's dive right into these two books. I'll start off first with Standing Up to Goliath. Uh, you can get this book on Amazon and plenty of places online. And so let me introduce to you the author, Rebecca Friedrichs. Rebecca Friedrichs is a public school teacher retired. She used to teach here in Orange County, California, um, with nearly three decades of service. She has founded, uh, about five years ago, uh, an organization called For Kids and Country. So what does the book cover? Uh, the book covers five major topics. Number one, the political power and spending capital of the teachers' unions. That's right. Political power and spending capital of the teachers' unions. Parents, this is the most powerful union in America. There are two national teachers unions. One is called the NEA. The other one is the AFT. And together they boast over 5 million members with budgets well over the $100 million per year. When you add up all the teachers unions in uh, in all 50 states, you actually will see that their collective budgets is in the range of 3 to $4 billion per year. And where does that money go? A huge chunk of that money goes into politics and funding uh, their pet projects. The second item that it covers is the promotion of comprehensive sexuality education. Third is the promotion of critical race theory, especially one of the angles that Rebecca takes on here, which we rarely hear about these days, is in the disciplinary policies of schools. CRT is starting to affect the disciplinary policies of our schools. Fourth, promotion of social-emotional learning. And fifth, the anti-school choice nature of the teachers' union. Hmm, that's interesting. When parents out there, the majority of parents... The super majority of parents are screaming for school choice. And here in California, we, we were just about to have uh, a school choice initiative on the ballot. It, it wasn't successful. And so it's now being pushed to 2024. But we were about to be able to vote on having $14,000 every single year going into an educational savings account that we as parents could then dictate and decide, where do I want to send my child to? My local private school that maybe is costing somewhere between eight to ten thousand uh, dollars per year, K through eight. If you're nine through twelve, that that doubles. Or do I want to just cut that entire check of fourteen thousand dollars and send them to my local public school because that's how much money they are spending. In fact, they're spending a lot more. 
Uh, they're spending somewhere around fifteen to sixteen thousand dollars per school year per child. So let's talk about each of these five things: the political power of the unions. I mentioned that there are billions of dollars collectively in all of these teachers' unions. Well, did you know that these are the latest numbers we have? We don't have them, you know, for twenty twenty one or twenty twenty, but just in twenty sixteen. million was contributed by the National Education Association to just federal candidates and parties and outside groups. In 2016 alone, 99% of that going to Democrats. 99% of that going to Democrats. State unions also contributed funds overwhelmingly to Democrats. For instance, the California Teachers Association contributed $121,000 in 2016. 100% to Democrats. But not just contributing dollars. You know that the teachers union also uh, pressures their members to man phone banks and to go and to volunteer their time to support the union's preferred candidates. 99% of the time, they are Democrat candidates. And in fact, teachers have come out and have been saying how bullied they are because the teachers' union's uh, leaders are bullying them into voting for the teachers' union's preferred candidate. So, teachers, if you are out there, please understand that you do not have to be in this abusive relationship anymore. If that would be your boyfriend, you would ditch him. You would ditch him that ve- this very instance. But just because they are the teachers' union and they dangle um, other threats over your head, like we won't legally represent you anymore if you go against us and other things, know that there is a way out. You could stop paying that $1,300 per year in teacher's dues. Uh, go to the Christian Education Association International. They are a different kind of union that will support you for a third of the price, and uh, you will have no problems with them. Promotion of comprehensive sexuality education. Uh, the NEA and the CTA have an LGBTQ caucus. And guess what? In 2016-2017, Rebecca Friedrichs points out in her books that they came up with a resolution. Quote, teachers must be legally protected from censorship and lawsuits. Such programs should include information on diversity of culture and diversity of sexual orientation and gender identity. Sexually transmitted diseases, including HIV and HPV, incest, sexual abuse, sexual harassment, and homophobia. Age-appropriate, medically accurate information, including lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and questioning issues. You see, the NEA and the CTA are pushing this stuff through the teachers' union and enforcing teachers to teach this kind of filth. Rebecca also points out the promotion of critical race theory. And here's what... She says that racial equity, another current hot-button issue, receives attention in standing up to Goliath. Ms. Friedrichs explains how race is made to be a major issue where black children are allowed to violate common sense and necessary discipline solely because of their race. Let's unpack this a little bit. Disparity automatically includes or means discrimination to woke people. The teachers' union will say in their policies uh, that if you have a disparity, if you see that you know uh, people of color um, are you know eighty three percent more likely to experience disciplinary action in, in a school, whereas 
uh, you know, 15% of white kids experience disciplinary action. They don't go down to look at the root cause. Why are these kids this way? They just say there is a disparity. Therefore, that equals discrimination. Therefore, the system is out to get black children or people of color children. And we need to change this systemic injustice. So what ends up happening is now teachers are afraid to discipline any of their students, especially those that would fall in the disparate category. And now the classroom has completely gone out of control. Teachers are afraid to discipline kids or to send them to the office, to the, to the principal's office or whatever it is that else that they must do. Critical race theory has now influenced uh, teachers and uh, the, the public school's disciplinary policies. Uh, the other big thing is anti-school choice. Rebecca points out that the teachers' union hates vehemently school choice. They will pick it all day long. In fact, uh, they will even strike if you dare to do this. Why? Well, because they will claim that it's funneling money to private organizations instead of public schools. Now, what's interesting is that Rebecca wrote this book pre-pandemic. We have seen what happened post-pandemic because we've had teachers' unions across the country across the country, lobby against school choice. We've seen that with the United Teachers Los Angeles, the local union here in L.A., and they were uh, putting out there all of these political demands before we, we were able to reopen our schools. What were some of their demands? They said, before our teachers step back, step their foot back into the, the campus, we want Medicare for all. We want a wealth tax. We want to defund the police. And we want to ban charter schools. That's what they said in their statement. Parents, they want to ban any kind of school choice option, be that charter schools in your district, be that private schools in your district, and yes, even homeschooling. If you're a homeschooling parent, you think you've been safe, think again. There is an underground movement right now that's moving above ground that is being funded heavily by the teachers' unions to restrict homeschooling in our country. So what did Rebecca do? What's the gist of her story? Why is it titled Standing Up to Goliath? Well, Rebecca, being a public school teacher for almost 30 years, she found out the truth about how unions work. She used to be involved in her local union here in Orange County. And she saw the filth that they were promoting, and so she sued them. She went with a lawsuit against the CTA, and for that, she gained the infamous title of the Spawn of Satan. Yes, the CTA president at that time in a conference, we have this on video, uh, he called Rebecca the Spawn of Satan. Her lawsuit went all the way up to the Supreme Court of the United States, Back in 2016-2017, it was a draw for four because uh, our Justice Scalia passed away right at the time when they were voting on this. And so 
her case went away, but a friend of hers, Mark Janice, came back a year later. And in June of 2018, the Supreme Court ruled now what is called the famous Janice ruling, where uh, we are now freed. Every public employee is freed from any public union, forcing them pay dues. So you could be a police officer, you could be a firefighter, you could be a teacher, whatever you are. If you are in a public union, you are now freed from being forced to pay your union dues. So please stop paying your union dues because for teachers in California, it's $1,300 per year times half a million teachers. That's a lot, a lot of money that they use then to fight back against parents. So parents, if you want to know more, please pick up Rebecca Friedrich's book called Standing Up to Goliath. Now, here's the second book, parents, that you need to know about, and that is Get Out Now, and that is by Mary Rice Hassan and Teresa Farnan. Who is Mary Rice Hassan? Well, Mary Rice Hassan is a fellow at the Ethics and Public Policy Center in Washington, D.C. She is a co-founder and director of the Person and Identity Project and leads the Catholic Women's Forum, a network of Catholic professional women and scholars amplifying the voices of women in support of Catholic teaching. She's an attorney, attorney and policy expert. And her colleague, Teresa Farnan, is a Ph.D., an author, and moral philosopher who specializes in virtue ethics, moral education, philosophy of the person, gender and sexuality, and ethical issues facing the family. Uh, she has taught at St. Paul Seminary in Pittsburgh, Francison University in Steubenville, and Mount St. Mary's Seminary in Emmitsburg. She is a member of the Catholic Women's Forum Advisory Council, and she and her husband are the parents of 10 children. Wow, congratulations. So the essence of this book, Get Out Now, that Mary Rice and Teresa had put together is uh, the following. And it comes out in one of the first paragraphs in this book, and it says this, quote, It's time for an honest conversation about why we are losing our kids. Why are the children of patriotic Americans ready to believe the worst about the country? What are the sons and daughters of committed believers coming moral relativists and nuns? Why are the children of well-grounded adults growing up unsure of who they are in the most basic sense, whether they are male or female, even as they embrace the mandates of identity politics? So these are some very, very good questions. So here's one of the most striking facets of this book. I've read hundreds of books in my lifetime, and this is the most unique book I've read. And why do I say that? Because it's a 300-page book. Not a lot of pages, decent amount of pages. But 200 pages is this book. The rest of the 100 pages is footnote after footnote after footnote of all of the backup information and study and research that they've done. A hundred pages of footnotes, ladies and gentlemen. This is crazy. I have never seen something like this before. These two women devoted so much time into researching the filth of what is going on in America's public education system, and they have entitled their book, Get Out Now. Why? Why are our public schools irredeemable? Why is the time now to get our children out? 
So here are the top issues in the public schools. Number one is the gender crusade. And there are three things that they mention here. Number one is redefining the normal. There is a new normal that's being given to our children. They are talking about schools becoming uh, evangelists and preachers and enforcers of the LGBTQ gospel. Yep, there is a new gospel in town, and that's not the Bible. And number three, they are turning teachers into gender evangelists. And I would maybe broaden that to a different category because I have now seen people on LinkedIn use this term, equity evangelists. Yes, that is a new category. People are becoming equity evangelists. And it's so interesting how they are trying to bring on this religious terminology that you only see uh, in the Bible especially. And then more troubling, item number four, is that children are losing religion and they're finding God in science and things that are not even scientific. We are being given a fake science today. Uh, and it all started way back with Charles Darwin uh, and his whole evolutionary theory. Um, schools are also cultivating activists, not Americans. That's a huge distinction, parents. Schools are cultivating activists, not Americans. And you can start to see that even in the type of uh, print and material that is out there on poster boards. You are constantly seeing uh, raised fists in the air, um, which is a very Marxist thing. You also see powerless parents and autonomous kids. Schools and school policy are increasingly giving a child, even as young as preschool, the authority to dictate and make decisions for themselves without the knowledge and consent of parents. So parents, be on the lookout for that. And number seven Schools are getting inside our kids' heads through identity politics, safe spaces, and social and emotional learning. So here are the seven reasons why Mary Rice and Teresa say, no, it's impossible to reform schools. Number one, the left is unwilling to compromise. Do you realize, parents, that the left has won the culture war? And they know it. And they know that they don't need to sit at a table with us and compromise because they are going to win every single time. Number two, the left has weaponized litigation imposing its agenda through the court system, even on unwilling school districts. could be a conservative school district, but you can be in a very liberal state. And guess what? They have you. They have you. They can hold you. They can squeeze you wherever they want. And they have their nonprofits of the ACLU coming down and breathing down your back with lawsuits. Number three, progressive experts... Academics, consultants, bureaucrats control the tenure and culture of the public schools, making parent-led efforts to change public schools extremely difficult, and they have the big budget on their side. Number four, contrary to popular belief, parents have limited influence in their local schools. I know that because I've went to plenty of school board meetings where the school board members just listen to you, and then they go on and vote whichever way they want. Number five, money. The left has a bunch of money and is willing to spend it to push its agenda. We don't necessarily have a comparable, well-funded organization on the right to fight back, and at least not on their scale. Number six, we have weak-willed politicians. You see, the Democrat Party is willing to do whatever the teachers' union wants it to do. The Republican Party is not taking this kind of a hard stance. They're weak. 
Number seven, the parents who wield the most influence in society because of social or professional positions or financial means have already left the public school system. Many of them left decades ago at the first signs of decline, sending their own kids to private schools. Our organization, Protect Our Kids Now, for all of these reasons that have uh, been outlined in this book, Get Out Now, also supports this message. Parents, go to protectourkidsnow.org, educate yourself on what is going on in the public school system. Please sign up to our weekly blogs. I invite uh, you to reach out to us. Mark and I are available to come and speak to your local church, your local parent group, your local nonprofit, whatever it is. Uh, We also kindly invite you to prayerfully consider donating to our cause. Uh, We want to be able to continue our mission And uh, also, please don't forget to pick up these two books, Standing Up to Goliath and Get Out Now. Parents, it's time to educate ourselves and to protect our kids by pulling them out of our public school system into the safety of private schools or homeschools. Until next time, talk to you later. You've been listening to Say What? The radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.